Hello and welcome to another Made in Manitoba. And again this weekend, another opportunity to introduce you to a new group on the program, Winnipeg-based Neighbor Andy. All five band members joined us for the conversation. Vocalist Drake Lesperance, Mark Davidson on lead guitar, Mackenzie Jackson on bass, Joel Deschambeau on keyboard, and Jordan Alexiak with the drums. Neighbor Andy's beginnings go back to 2017, and along the way, the group has grown both in its number of members as well as its sound, which is a unique blend of indie rock and Americana. Their debut full-length album is called Wild One, and tonight we're featuring music from it on Made in Manitoba. And yes, we'll be sure to ask them where the band's name came from. Thank you for joining us. The music of Neighbor Andy and our conversation with the group begins after this. It's yet another group debut on Made in Manitoba tonight. Winnipeg-based group Neighbor Andy is joining us. And in fact, we have all five members of the band joining us for the program. Drake Lesperance on vocals, Mark Davidson on guitar, Mackenzie Jackson is the bassist, Joel Deschambeau is keys, and Jordan Alexiak on drums. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. And how about we start with uh, how the group got together? It's my understanding it kind of grew in numbers over the years. Neighbor Andy's been around for 
quite some time now. Actually, we, we started in uh, 2017 with just three of us. Um, Joel, who plays the keyboards now, uh, was playing the drums. And we had a uh, former member, Eric Corrigal, playing the bass. And we operated like that, just playing playing covers and in, in university bars and stuff for, for a couple of years. And then um, there was one gig where um, I, Joel couldn't make it on the drums. So we, we were without a drummer. And uh, I, I knew Jordan played the drums and Jordan happened to be there that night in the crowd. So about 20 minutes before we went on, I went and asked Jordan if he wanted to hop on the drums for our set. <laughs> uh, so that's how Jordan came in. And then there was four of us. Um, and then uh, I think by that time, COVID hit and sort of uh, really slowed us down. Obviously, we, we weren't playing shows for a bit. And then uh, our old bass player, Eric, moved away. Um, so then there was back to three of us. And then uh, we got offered to play a show uh, out in West Hawk, actually. And uh, so there was just three of us. And we had to figure out how we could uh, form a full band again. And uh, we uh, we knew Drake. Uh, well, we've, we've been friends with Drake for, for quite some time. And we knew he had a, an incredible voice. So we asked him to to come in and do the vocals for that party. And uh, he's been with us ever since. And uh, and Mackenzie, I, we knew him from high school. And uh, we knew he played guitar and we were without a bass player. So I just asked him basically if he would uh, be interested in taking a stab at playing the bass. And and there he was. So, I mean, slowly but surely, we went from three guys to, to the, the group that we have now, um, sort of. I think late 2021 was our our first show with the with the current formation. What was it like for you, Drake, coming into the group, which already had a bit of uh, a bit of a foundation, and and lending your vocal talents to what was already being played and created from a musical standpoint? I've been around the band almost the entire time, I guess. So it wasn't it wasn't anything crazy. It was different being on the other side of it. But Mark and Joel have been. Uh, pretty much my best friend for the better part of, I guess, almost 20 years now. So um, I wasn't a stranger to the band, but uh, it was, it was very, really interesting being on the other creative side of it. Um, and I mean, a lot of fun cause we haven't turned back yet. <laughs> now Winnipeg is well known for having a really strong indie music scene and, you know, just, Throwing that out to to the group here, how would you say that the group has benefited by that or been influenced by that history of of a strong independent music scene in the city? I think we're very fortunate here, as you alluded to, to the strength of the music scene in the city. Uh, you know, definitely not just isolated to the you know indie rock, indie pop genres, but there's there's lots of other genres that have quite a strong selection and showing of musicians. Uh, I think the influences have definitely been tremendous. Uh, especially on this most recent record, you know, I think you can tell that we've pulled some definitely maybe some influence or, you know, some joy from acts like either a, a boy golden or Chris Ulrich. Uh, you know, I think they've definitely rubbed off and I think we've been fortunate enough uh, to have the chance to go and catch a lot of shows growing up from local acts who are playing their own music, which, you know, definitely provides a lot of inspiration and, you know, encouragement that, you know, this is something and a great city and a great spot to be able to, to do stuff like this. So yeah, lots of, lots of great benefit from the strength and the quality of the scene here. 
You know, I think a lot of our listeners are going to be thinking one question now that we're a few minutes into the conversation is, how did these guys come up with the name Neighbor Andy? Because it's a pretty unique band name, so I got to ask the question. Well, I can take a stab at this one. I think when we uh, first formed in 2017, uh, we actually played our first show without a name. That was me, Mark, and Eric when we were that uh, first uh, iteration of Neighbor Andy. And um, our second show was the very next day in West Hawk. And uh, I think the restaurant manager was asking us for uh, a band name and we didn't have one. So Mark just kind of threw it up in the group chat. Can someone come up with a band name? And just kind of through our own, I don't know, it, we, it was just kind of a random name generator. Like one of us blurted it out and it seemed to sort of stick. So it's not necessarily the best story, but it's, <laughs> it's the only one we have. Well, your new album, Wild One, comes out really, relatively speaking, not so long after your self-titled EP, which you guys <laughs> sold out really quickly on the initial run. So how did you get into the process of writing and recording Wild One after the success of that first go around on the EP? When we uh, wrote and recorded our EP uh, last year, um, and we subsequently had an EP release show at the Park Theatre, that was kind of like, those were our goals for that period of time. We were trying to get recorded music out there, play a big show, and we sort of did those, you know, with relative success. So uh, right after that, that was an opportunity for us to sort of all have a conversation as a band and, and say, what now, you know, and I think we just had more of a a hunger and, you know, more of a hunger to release more, more music. So we just um, found a a collector studio who's run by um, Will Grierson and uh, Art um, Anthony and Will Grierson. I had known uh, previously from just mutual friends and that sort of thing. And so we knew they had a good thing going. Um, one of the other local acts in Winnipeg that's been doing really well that we sort of uh, look up to is Jay Wood. And he record, recorded and released a full-length album out of Collector Studios. So we knew that they did good work, and we just kind of reached out and started the process of recording from there. And I did want to lean into that a little bit and kind of talk about how your style has, like you said, Mark, uh, taken a bit of a turn in in the album Wild One. So how would you describe the sound that you've laid down on this CD, if we can still use that term? I think the term's good, and I think the question is kind of funny. Uh, we've joked around about it that, uh, you know, I think our, our full length really does branch into a couple different territories that when we get asked the question of like, you know, what genre would you define neighbor Andy as? We, we don't really have a full understanding, which I think is a good thing. I think it, you know, pays dividends to the, the you know, as Mark mentioned, the collaboration in the group in terms of songwriting and how all the individual and collective influences kind of come together. Without a hand to hold Winter months don't seem so cold Being on my own Then came along the likes of you I'm at a loss for words Revelation at my door Fool like me cannot ignore Line and sink a real me and I'm yours to hold all night Through the northern winds and the white shell pines There's nothing I won't do Through the 
music from Winnipeg's neighbor Andy, our guest tonight on Made in Manitoba. The five-member band is making its first appearance on the program as we feature music from their debut album, Wild One. And coming up after the break, we'll hear from the guys about why they named the album that and also explore the title track, Wild One, and how it was completely finished. But the band decided to scrap the original version and start over again. You are listening to Made in Manitoba with neighbor Andy, our guest tonight. Stick around for more music and conversation after this.
Let's talk a little bit about the uh, the name of the album, Wild One. Who would like to take a stab at telling us where that came from, the title for uh, for the latest album? The title comes from uh, from the first track on the album, Wild One. Um, I think we were tossing a couple names around for for album title for basically the entire time we were recording the thing. Um, but it just kind of stuck. I mean, we talked to our producers too, who uh, you know we asked for their for their input, what they thought uh, sort of encapsulated uh everything on the album and uh i mean we, we had so much fun making this and and the, the songs are are coming from all these different places and they're, they're spanning all these different genres and uh i don't know and the way the track list worked out with having wild one as the first track um it, it just kind of made sense at that point when when everything uh was finally laid down that that was that was the title that sort of encapsulated our experience making it we you know we had fun it was the songs are all over the place and uh i don't know it was just it was cool too we liked it yeah and to build off that too like wild one was initially actually the first song that we recorded in the studio and we completely finished a version of the track that's entirely different than the one that's uh, released on the full length uh, it was the first song we recorded for the full length we had it mixed we had it mastered but ultimately we kind of all felt that there was definitely more in the tank and that it might not have been the the full version or the best version possible of that song. So we went ahead and while we were recording the rest of the album, we were continuing to work on the side, at, you know, rearranging, rewriting, recomposing Wild One. And it, you know, ended up being the, the biggest investment and, in, you know, a labor of love that we put into the album. And if I'm not mistaken, I think it ended up being the second your third last track that we actually finished recording for the full length so i think there also was kind of a, a bit of a yeah a labor of love associated with wanting to call it a wild one as it kind of was both kind of symbolic of our growth even as artists while we were writing and recording this this full length but also you know it was the the, the biggest hurdle i think for us to overcome creating uh, Mackenzie, did you have anything that you wanted to add to the title track? I noticed your uh, your mute came off there. I wanted to make sure I gave you the chance. What the guys have been saying about you know the multi influence that has all kind of inspired the way that these songs all sound. They all come from very like a nostalgic place, and all the kind of the 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 content of the lyrics is always kind of like this reminiscent and this kind of this need to be like free or kind of even look to the past for like this, you know, the sense of nostalgia. So I think the term wild one just kind of was like an overarching theme that really kind of encapsulated the rest of the songs. What has the experience been like uh, for the group to see people discovering your music, especially now that like we've been talking about the sound has taken a little bit of a turn from what originally neighbor Andy was knowing that all of that sound, all of that effort is coming from your creativity and passion. And then you're seeing these fans showing up at shows, they're streaming it on their favorite platform. And obviously that's, that's gotta be some validation for what you guys are doing. Yeah, it's definitely validation, but I, I think we're, we're very fortunate and lucky kind of since the beginning of our, of our band to all have a lot of great support coming in from friend and family who would come and attend our shows and, you know, as time has progressed, we've been lucky enough and, you know, yeah, just lucky enough to see that transition from we still have a great support base of people we know, but it is definitely incredibly unique and indescribable, I guess, to see people that you don't know or you've never seen before, like at a live show, singing songs and dancing to music that, you know, you've written. Um, 
yeah, I guess indescribable and at a bit of a loss of words to describe it, but it is incredibly, you know, humbling and fulfilling to see something that, you know, you and a group of your friends have, you know, contributed and put effort into and worked on come to fruition and then have that art or that medium be able to be shared with other people. So yeah, I think it's a really cool thing. I hope I did an okay job describing that. I don't know. I know it's a pretty personal question here, fellas. So, Well, another thing to build off on that is that when we first started playing, um, we always just played cover music. So, you know, we'd have a big group of people of our friends come out and just party and listen to covers and dance and have a good time. So when we started making the transition to playing our own original songs, it's definitely kind of intimidating because you want to give people what they want. And, you know, when they're coming out to have a good time, you want to make sure that they're, you know, enjoying the music. Um, so I think that we're just, like Jordan said, really lucky that when we did start making that transition to playing our own songs, people really caught to it. And I feel like now we're at the point that even if we do play covers, it sounds like people would rather hear our original songs. So that's, that's a pretty special feeling. And to know that it's not just people, you know, supporting because they have to, because they're friends or family, but because they actually enjoy the music. Joel, did you have anything to add there? I, I feel like when we were in the midst of uh, releasing the album, like the the day before, I, I think it just felt like we were all uh, a bit drained just because it is a bit of a draining process. And like, there's a lot of behind scenes work that goes into it. And of course, by the time you release the music, you've heard each one of these songs a thousand times. So it's, uh, you just, I think when finally we release these songs, you get to see the magic of like, people hearing the songs for the very first time and you're sort of reminded of what that magic was of when you originally initially like wrote it uh so yeah i think releasing the music seeing people's reaction on social media and then seeing them at the show was like a great reminder of like what we do it for and you know who we're doing it for Drake, we'll throw it over to you, just playing off that idea of, of seeing the magic coming together after uh, the songs have been released. What's it been like for you as the vocalist? I mean, it's always cool seeing people uh, sing along to your own songs. I think that is the, that was one of the most eye-opening things for uh, for me, I guess, personally. It's kind of a, a reward for the work we put in to see people enjoying it. So it's uh, it's been it's been cool. It's been surreal. It's I I mean, looking back, I never thought I'd be doing this but doing it as serious as we're doing and, and and having the i guess success that we're having um it's uh it's awesome i mean there's no there's no easier way to say it other than that but it's uh it's been a great experience and mark will give you the last word just kind of talking about playing off of what we're we're saying here as we wrap up it's great to have our 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 work uh our payoff and sort of see people out in the world enjoying our music um I think ultimately we, what is at the heart of our band is that we're just really good friends and that we all, we all love playing music. We're all super big music fans and we have all these different influences and, you know, to finally be able to, to bring those together and, and make our own stuff and sort of have our own contribution to, to music that we're such big fans of and, and, and draw on the stuff that we love and, and sort of, create our own thing and and see that go out towards other people i mean it's 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 so fun and it's it's just been a great experience uh you know doing that with with the friends and the people that you love and uh you know i think we've all had a great time making this record um and i think we're, we're excited to see 
see what happens after this. was our last song from neighbor Andy who made their debut on Made in Manitoba tonight. We featured music from the Winnipeg-based group's debut album, Wild One. You can follow the group on your favorite social media site. It won't be too difficult to find them on stage because they play nearly every weekend somewhere in the city or southern Manitoba. Thank you for listening to Made in Manitoba and supporting creators and artists making music at home. Alongside Zach Drieger and Michelle Sawatsky, I'm Chris Sumner. Join us next week at the same time and listen to past programs at podcastville.ca. Good night.